cool. So, all right. Hey, everybody. All right. So, celebrity adjacent. Here we go. Uh, we are in Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah, that's right. Here filming my story, and I got the best guest ever. This is Billy Womack. He's from Las Vegas, and he's a multimillionaire because blockchain, of course, you know, something that none of us understand, but we all want to, and he's about to explain it and how he became everything from nothing. How cool, right? So, everyone, Billy. Hey, nice to be here. Thank you for the invitation. We just wrapped up a good show today here in Nashville, as you just mentioned, with my story, which will be on Amazon Prime in the next 90 to 120 days. So we're looking forward to you guys supporting us and watching the uh, the show. So I'm excited to be here and, and talk and and maybe I can put some insight with you guys and share a little bit of my knowledge and education and a little bit about my story. Who doesn't want to know how to become a multimillionaire? I mean, really. I know growing up, I wish I would have known, but you know, the internet's so full of fictitious multimillionaires or want to be millionaires. And so there's a lot of people out there that say or do this or that, but quite honestly, they live in debt or whatever the case may be. So um, I was very fortunate uh, when I grew up, I, I had nothing. I grew up with nothing. You and I talked about our past and our, our families. I had no money growing up, but I was a star athlete and I worked really, 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 really hard to get a scholarship. But um, somewhere along that way, I was fortunate enough to find a mentor and someone that showed me exactly <clears throat> how he did it, what he did, and I was smart enough to listen and, and, and learn. And so kind of fast forward all that into today, but yeah. Mentors are really like everything in in life. You know, I have I have many mentors in different like facets of, of my life. life. Yeah, yeah. None of them have made me multimillionaire oh. though. But you know Hi, my name is Yeah, right. It's good to meet you, new mentor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I really respect what you do. I think it's something that goes uh unnoticed in a weird way but also it confuses people so can you like break it down in a simple way sure uh the mentor part or the blockchain Which the part? blockchain okay. part i mean so um about eight years ago i'll start with how this all started for me um i've been an entrepreneur for basically my whole life i was a star athlete growing up college basketball to air force air force to corporate america um, corporate America I became the number two salesman in the world uh, with GT and now Verizon and I left there my first year to um, uh, where did I go from there uh, the, 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 oh the sports marketing so I did parties we were just looking at my parties uh, when I was doing stuff with Jay Leno I was on the Jay Leno show to ludicrous mystical you name it I've done it um, and fast forward eight years ago I knew I heard a lot of people talking about cryptocurrency and blockchain. I said, what is this? I saw some people make a lot of money and I said, wow, I, I need to learn about this. So I posted on social media, who do you know in cryptocurrency or blockchain? Everybody said, don't do it. It's a scam. Don't do it. Scam. Da, 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 da. One person said, I got a guy you need to talk to. I'm like, yeah, this guy, I'm not sure. He begged me, let's do a meeting. Let me introduce you to the guy if you don't like it, so on. I said, all right, no problem. And at that particular point in my life, my business was up and down, up and down. Maybe you guys can relate. 
uh, made a little bit of money, lost a lot of money, made a little bit of money, lost a lot of money. So life was up and down and I said, you know, what do I have to lose right now? So I met up with this guy and uh, we, we did lunch and the smartest thing he could do is shut up, stop talking and put me on the phone with somebody that was worth the money. And the guy gets on the phone and we start talking and this guy's edifying me, tell, telling everybody, listen, this guy, I've seen him speak on stage, he's talking about me. And I was like, who's this guy talking about? He's like, this guy spoke on stage, I've seen him speak. He's, he's corporate America, he's done this, this, and this. I'm like, damn, he's talking about me, okay, okay. And he, he was, he was talking about me, but at that point, if you guys can relate, I was I was in a valley, I was in a valley of my mm-hmm. life. And Everybody I, can relate yeah, to that. Yeah, and, and I wasn't feeling like I was somebody important, but he was making, he was, it's called edification, he was edifying me, telling this guy how big of a deal I was, and I'm like, wow, that, that's not who I'm feeling. That's not what I'm feeling like, but I appreciate it. And so when this guy starts asking about me, he goes, you know what? You seem like a sharp guy. Why don't you, why don't you come to Reykjavik, Iceland in in a week from now and learn what we do? And I'm like, first thing in my head was, damn, that sounds expensive. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, "Uh, okay, well, let me look at my bank account. I knew at that particular time, I didn't have a lot of money, but I knew this was the guy I needed to get in front of. So I said, let me ask you, what, what's that trip run? What's that cost? And probably eight or nine, ten thousand dollars He goes, yeah, that's about right. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, shit, I only have like three or four thousand dollars in my account right then. Maybe you guys can relate. And I know I can. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, man, this sucks. And I said, all right, how about this? Why don't you give me a quota for the next week? Because I knew I was good at sales. That's all I've ever done. Why don't you give me a quota? If I hit this quota, you'll pay for my trip to, to Iceland. And we'll get to meet and you're not gonna regret this because I'll be, you know, I'm gonna be your best friend. Why did I say that? Because I knew I could outsell anybody in this field. And so he gave me a quota, $50,000. He said, you go sell $50,000 of these S7 miners. This is eight years ago. And if you go sell these in the next week, I'll pay for your trip. And I'm like, wow, what's an S7 miner? He goes, exactly. Hey, nice meeting you. Let me know if you make it. Otherwise, I'm like, what the freak? This guy just told you who I am. I'm important. Patting myself on the back. He goes, no, 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 no. Let me know. I call him three days later. I said, hey, would you like my flight information? He goes, no, I need you to go sell these miners. I said, yeah, I did that. He goes, you sold $50,000 to these miners, not knowing what they are in three days. I said, no, I sold $350,000. He goes, no, you didn't. Pull up your back office. He pulled up his back office. He looks in there, and I'd sold three hundred fifty thousand dollars machine. He goes, "What the f- fuck?" Fuck. <laughs> and he goes, "Give me your flight information." And I gave it to him. A week later, I was in Reykjavik, Iceland. He goes, "Who are you?" I said, "I'm hungry. I'm desperate because I don't have the money you think I have right now, but I'm loyal. You teach me this blockchain thing, and I'm yours." And he goes, "That I can teach you." And uh, from that day on, for the next 12 months, I was in 12 countries, listening to this guy speak on stage. He allowed me to come with him, speak. We became best buddies. And I traveled the world learning blockchain technology from a guy that was worth about $125 million. And uh, I started making anywhere from 60 to $80,000 a month, learning from this guy. But I, I, I took it all in and I just, what I did was 
a lot of people when they make a lot of money they're very greedy with it yeah. that means or they're very lazy one of the two they 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 love it because they love feeling like they're above you me i wanted every one of my friends to win in life so right. i said listen i'm going to teach you if you're willing to learn what i just did if you guys want to come with me and most of them said yeah i'm good i'm good or you didn't really make what you made and they regret it now yeah oh. <laughs> Every one of these cats have hit me up lately, but that's a whole different story. So I ended up doing that, and, and then um, that, I remember Bitcoin, when I started mining Bitcoin, making Bitcoin at $280, Ethereum was at 67 bucks. I said, man, if Bitcoin ever gets to 10 grand, I'm rich. Well, it went to 20,000 bucks, we all made a lot of money. And then I just said, wow, this is, this is the good life. And, um, that, when it hit 20 grand and it dropped down to three grand, that company went out of business because our electric bill was a million dollars a month. He introduced me to another guy, which leads me into where I am today. <clears throat> and he said, we're gonna, we're gonna create the largest blockchain development company in North America. Do you need a home? I said, I do. And I've been with this guy for five years. So I went from there to launching one of our first blockchains called Gala Games. <clears throat> you can pull up Gala, we took Gala to, from zero to, six billion dollars in 24 months recently we've signed snoop death row records yeah. adam levine oh Room five snoop. all these guys to our music side we've signed um, mark walburn uh we've signed um, uh, his production company the rock dwayne johnson to his production company to our platform called gala film uh, i am not an owner of gala film i am not um, a, an employee of Gala Film. I'm an independent contractor of all the blockchains I work right. with. Let me just state that. So you help develop. I help sell the software nodes that launch each and all of these right. blockchains. That's so, really cool. Yeah, so that's how I kind of got in. And since then, the guy that actually is the 50-50 partner in, in, in Gala was a very dear friend of mine. He's the one that brought me in. And now we have 17 completely different blockchains. And, hmm. When today, when we were doing my story, the the producer's like, "I really like." Yeah. So how did you make this kind of money? And is it is it too late? And I told her. Yeah, is it? No, it's <laughs> if he not. is, I want to know no, too. No, it's definitely not. And it's too late, probably in Gala, mm -hmm. because Gala we lost three and a half years ago. Those software notes that I I I was buying my mine. Um, I bought them for a thousand dollars each. Those are now worth a hundred thousand. If you wanted to buy them, most people Which can't is, afford a thousand, a hundred thousand dollars each. But we have brand new blockchains launching. We like we have three launching this week. Uh, those start at twenty five hundred bucks each. I mean, like I'm legitimately more the kind of person like you were then, who was like, I have, I mean it. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. And like I will prove you wrong. You know, yeah. the, and that's and that's kind of like it's, it's the coolest story. When when I sit with people and they're like, "This is," and she told me today that at the interview, she said, "What do what do you say to people when they say this sounds too good to be true?" I open up my back wallet and I show them, and I show them a picture of my brand new Bentley and my five million dollar house I'm building, and I said, "This is not egotistical. This is the proof." Right. You know, it's different when people talk the talk, right. but when they pay $5 million cash for a house and $300,000 for a car cash, and they're like, they've got to be doing something right. Yeah. And so that's what... Or something very wrong. Or very, something very <laughs> right. wrong. But since we're SEC regulated and everything right. else, 
Uh, it's not the wrong part. Right. And so I, I just said, listen, I would love to help other people. And I stopped making it about me. And I learned a long time ago is, <laughs> this is this is the funny part. It, a long time ago, somebody told me, if you help enough people get what they want, you're always going to get what you need. And so I became a servant to other people and I stopped making it about me. Yes, I had to, I had to pave the way first so mm -hmm. people see it was real. So in the last 24 months, I made over $10 million. But now this year, my story's not about me. As we, we talked about this year, I'll create over 75 brand new millionaires of people that had less than $10,000 to all have become millionaires because of, of learning the blockchain, learning how to leverage that and learning to do what we do. So now I know that people will wonder, what does, what does that look like as a person, like as a human being? I mean, I get all of your business stuff is very successful, right? So like, that, well, it's been up and down, but at this point it is. But yes, it, you know, when people say that to me, I have to stop them and say, listen, I own a lot of businesses. Some have made money, some have lost money. But this plateau in the last five years with blockchain, and no one has, thank goodness, lost money with me in blockchain. We've been very, now I'm not saying it can't happen in the future, mm -hmm. but in the last five years, no one has lost money with me. Right. Uh, and we've been very successful at that, so. But personally, how personally. does this affect your life? Like, what does a personal life of a blockchain millionaire look like? It looks like getting up with a purpose every day excited. Because I don't have to go to work every day. I don't have to wake up. I don't have an alarm clock or a time card like most people do. I, work, I wake up every day excited because by the time I wake up, in my mentorship program, I've got calendars, uh, you know, appointments booked on my calendar. I wake up because I live in Las Vegas. I'm from Tampa. A lot of my friends are booking appointments like, teach me, teach me, show me. So when I wake up, I've already got anywhere from 8 to 30 messages every single day of people saying. And you got to think of all the people I've helped. They're telling their friends, listen, I just retired. I just left my job because of this guy. And, you know, the Wolf of Wall Street. Remember when uh, Leonardo's sitting in that restaurant and the guy says, you show me your check. You show me that you've made 70 something thousand dollars this month. I'll quit my job right now and come work for you. I open up my back office and I show people that I've made over $10 million in the last two years. I'm like, yeah. where would you? Because you can't fluff that. You know, you can't hide behind stuff like that. And once again, it's because it's so hard to believe, but when someone shows you that, now you know it's genuine, it's not egotistical driven. So when you know it comes from a genuine spot, now you've got their attention. You're like, all right, now this person is wanting to help me. And then everything shifts, that paradigm shifts right. to, all right, now this person's really about me, not about themselves. So that's kind of how that's worked. Well, I've never been to Vegas, ironically, but um, my he's not really my brother, but I call him my big brother, Johnny Signorella. He lives in Vegas, okay. and uh, he he's worked at several of the places that you mentioned earlier, which is really funny, but he also films football games okay. in Vegas okay. um, and teaches drum lessons to okay. kids, which is sweet. Um, he's a great guy, and, and I've heard a lot of stories about Vegas from him, but you clearly live on like the total other side of that. 
Well, I've been going to Vegas. I had my nightclub in Tampa from 2000 to 2004, as we talked about. And I started going to Vegas around 99, 2000. Actually, no, I went to Vegas and the first time in 95 when I was in the Air Force. And then I started going back in 97, 98 when I had my sports marketing business. A lot of my professional athletes all wanted to go to Vegas, so I'd go out there and host Vegas events. So I've been going out there for well over 25 years. And one of my very first trips out there, I met a gentleman, uh, Bo Carlin, Boatown, mm -hmm. who's now a legend there. And he's the one that convinced me to move to Vegas recently. But so cool. um, we've been friends now for 25 years. So I've, I've experienced it from having zero money going to Vegas to now being able to walk into certain places that, that you can't get in even if you had money. I would love to go to Vegas one day, but sure. I mean, we'll get you there. You know, I mean, what a what a town to be like who you are there. I mean, that's just your life story is incredible. I mean, to to have come from really nothing. Humble, humble begins. Yeah, and I mean, that's I I sort of did the opposite, which is really unfortunate. Right? <laughs> like, Listen, we all have a story. Yeah. Yeah, and, and it doesn't matter if you come from money or don't come from money. And in my opinion, because I came from no money, and I used to think buying things would validate who I was. What I've learned is money is just a tool. Mm -hmm. I had a, a there's a book called uh, Dick Vitale wrote uh, called um, shoot I forget same guy that uh, man I know who you're talking about yeah, I had it <laughs> and, and I listened to this book and it said money is simply a tool. Once I understood. It's not about me curing all this money and buying all these things to show I'm important. It, it, it made me realize once you get money, it's simply a tool, it's just a vessel. Once I understood that money started literally flowing into my life, I'm like, what do I do with this? I didn't buy my Bentley, and most people go get a Bentley when they make $100,000 a year, and they're in debt and they pay four or $5,000 a month. I waited until I had 10 million liquid cash in my account before I bought my Bentley. Yikes. 10 million liquid and then I was still afraid to go get it because I don't come from money and I didn't want people thinking I was pretentious because right. I don't come from money but now I have a Bentley but I feel like that's really respectable about you yeah it was it was it was something that's been on my vision board for 15 years and my mom said if you don't get it now will you ever get it and what good does it do to buy to get make money if you're not going to enjoy a little bit of it yourself? So what made you decide to buy or build a five million dollar house for you yourself and all your Bentleys? No, <laughs> you know uh, I live in a high rise right overlooking the whole Vegas Strip, and and I have a girlfriend now and her son, and um, I well, love. That's a good reason. Yeah, it's a great reason. Uh, I love them to death, and. You know, I'm a family guy. I, I come from a, a, a background of battered family. You know, my, my real father was not the nicest guy. My stepfather didn't know how to love the right way. And that impacted me a lot, a lot of ways. And now I have a 23-year-old daughter. She's about to give birth in two weeks. I'm about mm. to be a grandfather. And I was like, wow, I just, I love that. I love, I love being a family, but I worked so much during my younger years, I didn't take the time to build out the family I really wanted. So now, I said, all right, I remember driving by this dirt lot because it's five minutes from the Vegas Strip and all the houses I'm looking at, I'm like, wow, now I have all this money, ridiculous money, I, 
I should probably move out of my 1,400 square foot place just because I've got the right money. But all the houses I wanted are in Summerlin or Henderson, which are 30 minutes from the Vegas Strip. I didn't want to live 30 minutes from the Vegas Strip. So I found this builder right on the Vegas Strip. And I said, I want something overlooking the Vegas Strip, but I want the house, I want the casita. I want a game room. I want I want the um, the movie theater. And he goes, we can build whatever you want. So now, you know what's cool about Vegas? We have a lot of speakeasies. You know what a speakeasy mm -hmm. is, right? So now I'm putting a speakeasy in my house. That is so cool. Okay, right? Oh so if, you're gonna, if you're gonna build it and you have the money, build it. So I have all this money in crypto. I'm like, I need to pull it out of crypto, put it into the real world because mm -hmm. you know it's, it's a very volatile, scenario yeah. so I'm like well if I pull out five million put in this and da, 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 so mm -hmm. much of these different businesses at least I have it so I don't like payments I didn't I don't have a car payment for my Bentley or anything else so I was like all right five million let me pay for that That's, I have so much to learn from you yeah but it's it's but money I'm not emotionally attached to money where when when I grew up I was mm. now I'm not it's just a tool I like if, as long as I got food, water, I can take care of myself. Mm. Now I'm not emotionally attached to money at all. Where when I was younger, I, I needed to go get the fancy clothes to impress people. Now I realize I just want to impact lives. I don't want to impress anybody anymore. That's cool. Yeah. So the, I think the more successful any entrepreneur gets, it's less about what they can buy. It's a more about the legacy and the impact. I feel, I feel largely the same way. I mean, although I certainly can't claim to have millions of dollars. Like There's I, nothing wrong. You can impact lives without having right, any money. Right, and that's pretty much what I do, right. <laughs> you know. Which is, everybody needs to understand whether you have $5, $50, I was negative in my account five, eight years ago, negative. But I still was, I was, I was nice to the people who opened the doors, I was polite. Those things matter. So yeah. it, you don't need to have millions of dollars to impact lives. You mm -hmm. just have to have a good heart. And a lot of people don't have that, believe it or not. So Oh, having, no, I believe that. Having <laughs> manners, having a good heart, having a good work ethic, those are solid foundations. Mm -hmm. And I'm all about the karma that's coming in. Right. But when you have all those and you have a mentor and you will listen to what they say mm -hmm. without questioning or listen to your broke friends. And that's what 90, 99% of the people out there that fail, they don't fail because they're not smart. They right. fail because they listen to their broke neighbors, friends, cousins, whoever it is, tell them, don't do that, don't do this. Never take advice from somebody that doesn't make what you wanna make. That's the biggest, biggest nugget I can give anybody is you have to be open-minded. I tell people, your mind is like a parachute. It only works if it's open. Boom. And so there you go. I was going to ask you what the best advice you would give is, but that sounds like it. And honestly, you have to come wow. with an open heart and an open mind. Right. And if somebody shows that and they have a, they have a great track record, which I do, and I have a ton of testimonials, I do, of people that started with next to nothing that all have millions. And these are not egotistical people that flash money around. These are people that are so humble, so sincere that say, and their hearts full of gratitude. And now finding those pockets of people, that's very difficult, it really yes. is. So where do you go to meet these type of people? Let's talk, there's another nugget. Number one, go to 
go to meetups, go to where the successful people are, whether it's country clubs, um, um, find your local chamber of commerce, find something where successful people go to and start networking. You're eventually going to weed out the bad, the bad people, but you're eventually going to, you're going to find the right group of people and it, and, and every layer of person is going to be a layer of income. Right. Right. So what serves you now, not saying discard them, but you're going to learn to level up in your life in different variables. Well, that's why I came here. Yeah. Because this is a great yeah. spot for that. Yeah. You know, it's all about leveling up. When I say level up, most people would take that as, oh, I'm too good for all these other people. That's exactly opposite of what I'm talking right. about. Leveling up means, listen, I want to share my, my resources, my knowledge for free to give back. And when you do that, you're automatically going to rise up. It's brilliant. I mean, like, what you do is insanely cool. But, I mean, what what you mean behind it matters more, I think. You have to come, you know, when I was 20-something, even early 30-something, it's more egotistical mm-hmm. driven. I don't care who they are out there. Most people are like that because that's just the nature. When you get in your 40s and 50s like me, then your mindset shifts everything shifts right. and now it's a like what why am i really here and what can i give and why can i give this well, most of the cool. blockchains that we have our whole motto is blockchain with a purpose we're here to change lives and i firmly believe and a lot of people don't talk about this is you show me the lives you impact and i'm going to show you your paycheck mm-hmm. You show me the life you impact. Now, if you if you're if you are a person, there's nothing wrong with what I'm about to say. If you're a nine to five person and you're punching a clock, you're probably not impacting a lot of lives. Therefore, it's going to match. Right. If you're a person out there and you're putting in the work of saying, "How can I bring value to this person, that person, this person?" You're eventually, as they say, the cream's going to rise to the top. It's going to happen. Yeah. But sometimes you have to pay the dues, and sometimes you just have to put in the time. And, it, and it's not about the time on your time frame, it's God's time. And, and, and this is not about religion or anything else, I but you, you have to put in the time, and when your time is ready, you're gonna, you're gonna make your way up there. Yeah, I agree, I agree. And I, I think that it's, it's so true, there are a lot of people who don't mean it out there and it's really refreshing to find people like you who are in the place you are in life who do mean it yeah that's really cool it's um it's exciting because with every i remember when i was we talked about this convicted felon i'll always be a convicted felon does that mean my life stops does that mean i can't add value no that's called an excuse because whether you're a felon, you're not a, con- a convicted felon, you're homeless or not homeless, broke or not, broke, by the way, is just a mental state of mind. Mm-hmm. It's a temporary state of mind. So for those that say, I'm broke, I can't do this, number one, you need to start putting yourself in self-development. You need to start listening to books, listen to some John C. Maxwell, listen to some Les Brown. I did a co-authorship book with Les Brown. Listen to these guys. Get your mind right so you start speaking into the future and start speaking into an existence of the positivity around. And and if you don't think that's a value, you need to replay this, replay this, replay this until it does because 
that is everything. The mindset, and I said this earlier, your mind is like a parachute. It only works if it's open. If you're a negative Nancy, you're never going to get anywhere, period. You're going to doubt everything. Unbelievable. And his shoes probably cost more than all of our houses. So, I mean, that being said, like, I just, I'm in awe of what you do. And, I mean, people have told me that I could sell ice to an Eskimo, yeah. right? But I don't think I've ever been in a room who, with anybody who's actually done that. Right. Well, I've been to Iceland. I've been been right. on an iceberg, I mean, but I don't think I've ever sold yeah. ice to an Eskimo per se. But yes, metaphorically I speaking, of course, of course. Know, but I, I've been on an iceberg, metaphorically. That's not, crazy. Uh, that's crazy too. Yeah. I mean, so okay. Well, I mean, what have you done? Would be probably an easier question to answer. Yeah. I think it's really neat that you even are sitting here with me because our our paths cross in this odd scenario of, of this my story, which is very cool, a very cool situation, I think, that puts minds in a, in a room together. I don't think it's as odd as you think, because you're, I think that you're here, you took the initiative to put yourself here, mm -hmm. which means you've opened that door of opportunity, and that's exactly what we're trying to tell these people. Right. Once you, put your foot in the door and you open the door, amazing things are going to happen. Give yourself credit that you, most people, what, what day of the week is today? I don't even know. It's Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. Okay. Here it is. Most people are at a nine to five job on a Wednesday. Here we are in Nashville, Tennessee. Mm -hmm. So you took the initiative. You got either on a flight or in a vehicle. You made your way here. You're staying in a suite. You are in the room. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> John C. Maxwell has a speech he gives. And I've been in several of his speeches that I spent thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars to be in the room. And John C. Maxwell says, you are in the room right now for a reason. Mm -hmm. You were here, and I'm gonna tell you, most people aren't here. Why? Mm -hmm. You put the money up, you put the effort in, you have the belief. Those three things right there are 99% of what makes success. So you did that. Nobody else did that. Look around. Are your friends here? No. Are your neighbors here? No. You're here. Mm -hmm. So therefore, you're opening yourself up to success. Mm -hmm. And when you listen to that and you start finding in these different mentorship programs and these different events that you spend 5000 10000 25000 I spent up to $100,000 on one event. People are like, you're crazy. Why would you do that? I said, I spent over $150,000 for two days for a day. Mm -hmm. But I made 1.4 million bucks. Mm. You've got to stop looking at what I'm spending, and you got to look at it. So I'm investing. I'm investing in other leaders now. If you, if I'm spending 150 thousand dollars in two days, everybody else there is spending the same thing. So now I'm putting myself around people that have money. That's right. Most people say I can't afford it. I don't have 150 thousand. If you've got a good product, you've got a good business, you have to look at this as, how many people is gonna be at this event? Oh, there's gonna be at least 200? Mm -hmm. 200 people is putting in 150,000? That means I just walked into a room where I know they're qualified buyers right. for everybody. Right. Listen to what I just said, replay that, and listen to that again. Go find these successful events where people are putting that kind of money in. Walk in and fucking own it. Right. Put your dress 
it doesn't matter what designer it is. This is not design. Well, kind of is, but it's my friend who owns this, but it doesn't matter. Put on your best dress clothes. Put on your smile. Know your, your audience. Know your product. Know your business. And go in and learn an elevator pitch of 30 seconds or less. And then go in and then talk to every single person. Get their information and show your best attitude. And you're going to not only make business, but make friends, but then you're also gonna close the more business than you would have all year long in that one day, or two days, or three days, whatever that so is. So cool. Yeah. I mean, what what good advice from this guy, right? Like, for real though, you are a, a good human, which is impressive, and not common. Well, I don't know. <laughs> What's common, what's not common, all I can tell you is there there are good people out there, but there's a lot of people that make good money that are either content or stingy or they feel entitled that they just want to sit at home. Right. And I, but there are a lot of people out there that just don't know how to express that either. So it's not that they make money and they don't know how to, they just don't know how to, to, to train other people. And, because I came from nothing and I had good mentors every step of the way, I feel it's very selfish for me to make this kind of money and not give back and teach other people how to do it. That's cool. Yeah. Well, I respect you for that. And and I'm really honored to be in the same room as you. Well, I'm honored. Thank you. I mean, how cool, right? So listen to the words this man says, because he knows what he's doing. <laughs> and you've proven that. And, and that's really neat. And... I, I hope you have the best time in your $5 million house. <laughs> but really, I mean, like, you earned it. I appreciate that. If you guys want to follow for tips, you can always go to my Instagram, Billy Woe, B-I-L-L-Y-W-O, or my website, BillyWomack.com, Billy, W-O-M-A-C-K.com. And obviously your host has been more than generous uh, with my time, her time, so take the notes. Um, if you're following her, obviously you, you love her passion, you love what she's doing, but most importantly, she's bringing you good content. So take notes, take that information, write it down, and just follow her for future reference. Because I have a feeling a lot of other people that are on my story, she'll be sharing their stories with you guys as well, and adding a lot of value for your life. It's so true, and uh, this has been a really great experience just being here with people like Billy. I mean, I can't even explain the the feeling of that room, right? Uh, so really, he, his advice makes sense. Put yourself in that position, and, and there you are amongst the greats, and that is where everyone strives to be, right? So aside from, you know, trying to probably send him a few movie scripts to see about investment, you know, I at least have a friend in him and that's cool too. So enjoy all of this great advice and please hear it because these are people who genuinely mean it and, you know, I know you all mean it too. So everybody, lots of love. You know the deal. Stay classy, stay sassy, and stay tuned to Celebrity Adjacent.